Hi, I'm Peter Malouk. Welcome to 1,000 Miles from Wall Street. I've got Brett Broyles with me. Brett's had a 25 career in uh, wealth management and a lot of it here at Creative Planning. We're excited to have you on today. Yeah, thanks, Peter. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be on. Well, so as we talk about, uh, we were talking a little bit beforehand about clients and what derails them with markets, and we talked a little about investing, but you said it's not really the investments that can derail the clients. It's something else. Right, yeah. So, you know, after, as you can imagine, after doing this for 25 years, I see some patterns, if you will, in behavior. And, and, you know, we're all guilty of them to a certain extent in, in all facets of life. But, you know, with investing, it can really have a detrimental impact to our goals, right? I mean, if we're too conservative or too aggressive based off uh, behavioral trends, then it might mess up our retirement, have to delay when we retire or spend less in retirement. And and one thing that's that I have seen recently is something we call a recency bias. And so uh, if you think about where we are today, you know, here we are in, in early May and the markets had a nice run up and, you know, that's on the heels of a pretty steep correction in Q4 of last year where the market was down 20%. You know, some of the conversations that have popped up recently are, you know, should you have, you know, any bonds or should we reduce exposure in bonds? And so, you know, what I try to tell clients is, you know, let's not let current market conditions dictate how we allocate the portfolio. If, if you're bond percentage was appropriate six months ago or 12 months ago based off your plan, then that answer really shouldn't you know, change today unless something has changed with your plan. And you know, we saw the exact opposite, of course, in December, right? You know, when the market had just gone down 20% in about two and a half months and and you know some are concerned, and inevitably at the end of the year, there's always some clients that have you know a bonus come in or have extra cash from a liquidity event, and so the conversations then are about you know should I put this to work? And you know market corrections are just you know part of investing. I mean the market historically corrects about five percent two to three times a year, and about ten percent maybe every twelve to eighteen months. And the twenty percent corrections aren't as often, but they usually happen roughly every five to seven years. And sure enough, the last one was in 2011, and we just had one in two. 2019. And so, you know, the way I look at it is sort of like if you and I went to Walmart today and everything's 20% off versus full price, you know, we would like to buy it, you know, right. buy whatever we're going to yeah. buy, right? Much rather buy it at a discount than full price. And the market's no different. I mean, the market had gone down 20%. This is a normal correction in a strong economy and a bull market. And, and so we don't want to let the fear of, you know, it going down a little bit more uh, impact our long-term plan. And so, so the, you know, the decision then was, you know, should you put it to work? And I encourage clients to follow their plan, regardless of what the market's doing, let's stick to the plan. And inevitably, that, that will work out better than trying to, you know, second guess based off current conditions. Yeah, because one thing, all of those 5% corrections, 10% corrections and those bear markets have in common mm -hmm. is you have a full recovery. Right. And the stock market is the only thing where somebody says, well, at this price, I love it. But at 20% off of that, to your point, all of a sudden, I don't like it because you've got that fear that we're going to go through another whatever the most recent thing right. is. And that's what's right. seared. And I think a lot of folks' minds is, is 08, 09. And I know for a, a lot of us, uh, unfortunately, older like like uh, me and you, we, we remember having gone through that with the tech bubble and, right. and the post 9-11 aftermath, too where every time anything happened that even gave an inkling that that might be happening again, people really panicked. Right. And so for those that, that don't stick with the plan, I mean, what are the ultimate costs? Well, I mean, it, it, it can be dire. You know, it's, I mean, you'd, um, you know, you might have to postpone retirement or you maybe spend less in retirement because you haven't saved as much or, you know, for some, like saving for college for their kids, and instead of having enough to pay for college, maybe they have to get student loans to compensate for the lack of growth because because of uh, your, you know, an investors in action and 
And so, you know, the key to it is just, you know, sticking to that plan. And it, it is, it's a gut check at times. Sometimes yeah. it's hard, right? Because, you know, when the market goes down, I mean, it, I mean, it gets everybody's attention. But inevitably, if you stick to your plan, identify what the plan is in advance, and then execute that plan, periodically review, but, but stick to it in a long term, you should do better. You know, you and I are both sports fans, right? I know yeah. you're a college basketball fan, as am I, and, and I like football as well. And if you think in football, uh, you know, the, the greatest team in NFL history are the Patriots. had more Super Bowl, you know, trophies than anybody. Yet they have one Hall of Famer in Tom Brady, but there's not a whole lot of other Hall of Famers on the team. And what separates the Patriots from most of the teams is they stick to their plan. They game plan better than anybody, and they stick to that plan. And so they don't need superior athletes to win all these trophies. Investing isn't all that different. You know, if you stick to the plan, more often than not, it's going to work for you. If you start to deviate from that based off current conditions, inevitably it'll backfire on you. Yeah, and, and plans have contingencies. And so I know that like when you build a plan with your clients, you're basically saying, look, these are the things that we have to do to get where we're going. But if the market presents opportunities, we're going. this is the plan to take advantage of the opportunities. So you're, exactly. you're making a shift, much like the Patriots have a game plan, but part of their game plan might be, but if they do this, we're going to switch to that. And so I think that's where having a great a great advisor, I can I think, can really help. Because if you've laid all this stuff out in advance, you know how to seize that opportunity and take advantage of, uh, take advantage of that. You can really tell a great investor, I think a weak investor is scared when the market goes down. A good investor is unfazed when the market goes down. A great investor goes into their contingency plan and starts to seize that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being with us, Brad. Yeah. Thanks, Peter. Commentary is provided for general information purposes only and should not be construed as investment, tax, or legal advice. Past performance of any market results is no assurance of future performance. The information contained herein has been obtained from sources deemed to be reliable but is not guaranteed.